genre. Cornetto Minute, daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 77, which begins with Gary proclaiming that the headbutts prove he's human and ends with Shane Hawkins apologizing to Peter and offering to make it up to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love the score there at the end. Mm-hmm. It's very just 70s sci-fi to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the score is really uh, kicking in now, now that we're in the, the sort of last third of it. Yeah, it's almost like the needle drop sort of passed the baton to the score mm-hmm. halfway through the movie, where they rely so heavily on these like nostalgic tracks. Right, right. Yeah. And that kind of seeks into the social sci-fi, the paranoia. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So these... Uh, the the it proves I'm human. It proves you're stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Is and then the owl <laughs> is. <laughs> it's kind of the first echo of what the theme of the movie will ultimately be in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's true. To err is human. True. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, isn't <laughs> that the quote? Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know the rest of it. <laughs> it's the best. He only knows that humans are stupid. That's all he knows. Doesn't even remember that. Uh, what would you call a group of gang uh, of of blanks? Uh, um, a squad. A squad. squad. Yeah, in the script they refer to them as a patrol. Oh, I like that. Um, I like that I, better. I, I like I like gaggle. A gaggle of blanks. A gaggle of blanks. Oh, here they come, a gaggle of blanks. Yeah, it is really intimidating seeing them like all hop that that fence. Uh, just clear it. Yeah, and just head straight for them. Like a fucking Mario. Yeah, it's uh, it's messed up. So uh, Gary has this moment of, of reasoning where he says, if they're all out there, that means – if they're all outside, then that means no one is inside, which – Apparently suggests that all the pubs are empty. All the pubs are empty, so he can finish the Golden Mile, mm-hmm. even though there's no one. <laughs> like he still wants to finish, even though he can't like do it as a patron. He's just gonna do it. Yeah, on his own. He's just gonna go into the. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna break into each one. Break into each one and fix himself a pint. Down it keep going that's crazy this guy's bananas he is uh uh definitely a one-track mind much mm-hmm. like the mad titan himself <laughs> he didn't care he only cares about one thing oh man filling I, those bellies i love i love uh pete just continuously giggling about king Gay. yeah he loves it yeah it kills him yeah it does it literally kills him how do you feel about the way that Peter leaves this movie? Um, 
I'm fine with it because yeah. because I think I I think one the fact that he's so tickled by King Gay and then gets killed immediately <laughs> is pretty great. It's funny in retrospect. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean we'll we'll talk about it cuz it's it 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 happens like tomorrow and the next day. Um well, you know, it actually going yeah, down, but, but these do, are but these are like the circumstances that lead to it happening, right? Uh, but I think I think that he, I think another one of them needed to be killed because you had the traitor mm. in Oliver. Not that you know he had control over becoming a blank, but he was a blank amongst there. Yes, in their midst. That, in that, their midst. that, that is what his. That was the result of his death. Is we got to learn how the they do hide among us, and they can like copy someone that we know the home from the whole movie right right um whereas i think the movie needed a more tragic death because i don't think you you ever there's ever a moment of like tragedy with oliver Mm -hmm. Uh, so i think we needed we needed to tragically lose one of them right yeah um so i think i think it's the right moment for this Uh, and it was prophesized in the golden mile where oh he, yeah, where he, they, he was the next one to drop off. Right, 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 right here, right after the smokehouse, because mm-hmm. he gets para, paranoid. And this one, he should have been para. Well, he kind of is, right? About, yeah, he doesn't trust um, yeah, yeah. Hawkins. Yeah, immediately he's like, "That's a blank." Yep, he doesn't trust him. Um, yeah, so they're uh, they're really freaked out about still being on the crawl. Yeah, we're still on the crawl. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Shane comes out from behind a tree behind Peter and, uh, starts walking toward him. And Peter is like on the verge of tears instantly. Like he was just laughing about King gay (laughs) and, and now he's like on the verge of tears. And it has to be because he knows. Yeah. Like he knows what's happening. He knows that he's trying, that that's a, that's bait. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I also think, you know, I, I think Shane Hawkins just scares the shit out of him, honestly. Oh, it's got to be. It, it's kind of the most Stephen King move the movie ever makes. Mm-hmm. It, it feels very much straight out of something like It, where a grown-up man is some is faced, is rendered childlike at the, the appearance of his bully. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a real kind of It moment. Actually, there's a lot in common with It. Sure, yeah. This movie has mm-hmm. a lot in common with that movie yeah adults returning to their hometown yeah to finish something they started unprocessed trauma yeah yeah there's a lot in common there you know uh scott and i what and bethany watched jaws on the fourth of july recently Mm -hmm. and we remarked that you know it's a shame that uh the two titans of suspense and terror stephen king and uh, steven spielberg never teamed up yeah because jaws i was remarking on the fact that jaws feels like a stephen king novel yeah a small eastern town. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows the sheriff. Hey, sheriff. Yeah. Fuck off. Right. Yeah. You're the worst, sheriff. And like, just like the way the town people and like how there, there's just like chapters about characters that you've never met before and will never know after that. Yeah. Chapter. Yeah. Like old PD always said that. You yeah. Know, as hey. soon as you go swimming too far, sharks going to get you. Yeah. Or like the guys that were like fishing on the pier. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, Edgar Wright and Stephen King would be a really good mix. Be interesting be interesting i feel like edgar could only do i mean we'll see what last night in soho is sure like, sure sure you know but it does feel like there's only specific 
is it specific tones that he would be able to hit. Because I don't, because mm-hmm. Stephen King is, uh, you know, known to meander a bit mm-hmm. in his writing. Sure, I read uh, Dreamcatcher. <laughs> yeah, so I, and that's not really Edgar Wright's style. Yeah, um, though I bet he could write a mean adaptation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, of of something. one of his many many books. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Because he wrote like a superhero one recently about Did- like. Like an academy of children with like superpowers. Oh yeah, but it's like it's like uh, it's. I think it's like kind of like Firestarter. It's not like they're not like superheroes. Ooh, like Firestarter Academy. Yeah, Got yeah. It. I think it's something like that. I like, like Firestarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised that hasn't been remade yet because it do, it does feel very like that could happen to like a, it's basically Eleven from Stranger Things. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if there was going to be one and then Stranger Things happened and I'm everyone like, was uh, like, oh. well, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. You got it. Yeah, it's basically it. It's <laughs> no point just, in bothering. Just hop around eleven on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't you go fire starting. So the blanks make Shane Hawkins say something really fucked up. He <laughs> says, "I know we didn't see eye to eye very often, or whatever." However, he says it, which is fucked up on its own. But I think it's. It's even more fucked up because I think it's supposed to be a joke about how he dislocated his eye. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I know we didn't see eye to eye. eye. Like, at that point, I just deck this guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, smash him. Smash him. He's already a blank. It is, yeah, it is tragic because, like, you can see in a different movie that how this could be Peter's triumphant hero moment. Where he conquers his fear, maybe. Right. And he, like, kicks the blank of the nuts. Yeah, but this isn't about that. This yeah. movie isn't about that. This movie is about dealing with your trauma. Yeah. And what what happens when, you're tra- when, when you don't deal with it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so this is... This is, you know, this this is a uh, a movie about the characters' weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about their strengths. Yeah, finding their strength. It's about like living with their weaknesses and processing right. it. Yeah, it's a very different kind of movie. So, like this moment that should end up being a hero moment. I mean, again, we're going to talk about it tomorrow because it doesn't quite happen here yet. Um, but it's just it's not going to be treated that way because yeah. that's not and it's the movie's that, goal. And isn't that kind of like one of the biggest? differences between something like horror and action mm-hmm. where like oh in a horror movie like in an action movie this would happen but in a horror movie it has to swerve or yeah you have to have that like moment of like oh no she almost got out of there but then she didn't because it's a horror movie right or at least you want it to because i think i think the i think the problem that a lot of horror movies have and i think I've, i don't know if we've talked about this on the show before i know we've had this conversation mm-hmm. about how um the third act of horror films are always tricky tricky because either you're going to have an ending that is um uh that is uh uh divisive Mm -hmm. because you're swerving or you're leaning into the horror right Mm -hmm. and so you're gonna have a divisive ending like um uh the mist yes or like uh you know uh hereditary Mm -hmm. or uh or midsummer for that matter. Right. Right? And those are those are definitively horror endings. Mm-hmm. Blair Witch Project. Estimation. Blair Witch Project. Um uh 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 us, I yes. would say. Yeah. Um so so you know, there are definitive like sort of horror endings. Um but then there are 
movies that try to and those are always divisive where then there are movies that are trying to appease the audience mm-hmm. and in doing so basically the genre changes in the third act and suddenly it's a uh you know like a detective thriller or an action survival a, an action survival movie or it's just it's a completely different genre all of a sudden mm-hmm. um and that always bugs me because i find i find those endings like really unsatisfying mm-hmm. Uh, despite the fact that like they're some of the more popular ones, it's just it's like every so often you get a horror movie that just nails it, where people really like it, and it doesn't devolve into that. But it's not very often, right? Uh, sometimes that that you know that ch- changeover works. Mm-hmm. Like Get Out is a, a version of that changeover that I think actually does work. Yes, for that movie, where the audience benefit. was so ready for that ending, the horror ending that you were talking about. And then it gives you a cathartic ending that feels earned. It doesn't feel and then like it yeah. feels satisfying. Yes, yes, for sure. And like reinforces the theme and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like that that doesn't happen very often. No, you know, because um, like you know, I love the Scream movies, but Scream is a slasher film until it's suddenly an Agatha Christie novel. Right. You know, like yeah. every scream ends with an Ag- Agatha Christie scene. I think uh, and uh, thinking of movies that somehow try and do both, like the Evil Dead movies, where Ash does get his action movie hero moment where he's like the biggest badass. But then it's always taken away from him by the end. Yes. Where the with, twist ending. Yeah. Yeah. No, I traveled back too far. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's not that's uh, that's the uh, director's cut. or yes, whatever. That's not, not even the theatrical right. one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, that's uh, evil dead. I like a lot. Like the Mm -hmm. first, the original evil dead, Mm -hmm. I think, I think hits that ending perfectly because he's not so over the top, like groovy. I've got a chainsaw for a hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like, oh my God, I made it out. It's done. I'm alive. Yeah. Very much like a chainsaw massacre. Yeah. Where she's just so. Oh right, yeah. You know, she survives at the end, and it's so like, <laughs> like, yeah, euphoric when she's just on the back of the truck. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, you know, in in Evil Dead, like he gets attacked one more time. Yeah, he thinks he's out, and he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's I, I I think that's a pretty good I think that's a pretty good or the remake movie. is super satisfying with, oh, with her yeah. with her story. I, I I love the Evil Dead remake. Oh, it's, it's great. Apparently, that's a very divisive thing to say. Yeah, um, people really hate that remake. Uh, but I, I just think, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Oh yeah. It's one of the most, I, uh, yeah. Like the, it, emotionally it works so well. That's a lot in common with this. Really does. Actually. Uh, it's just drugs versus alcohol. Yeah. But, it's I a, mean, it's about characters who are at, at kind of their ends rope <laughs> at their world, at end? their world's end <laughs> with like, they're like, look, I don't know how much further we can carry this person or help this person anymore. Is it, when is a person beyond help? Yeah. And that person coming to terms with their own, their own demons, their own demons. Yeah. It's great. God, that movie's good. Um, to this day, I don't think Fetty Alvarez has come close. Unfortunately not. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. I've, I've liked stuff in, uh, I've liked parts of don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. I've like I like parts of that. Other parts, yes, absolutely despise. Yeah, um, uh, and then and then the the, the girl with the dragon's web was yeah, the spider's web. The spider's web was yeah, not n- great. not not great. It looked nice. Looked nice. Had Lakeith Stanfield, which is always a good thing. Oh yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah. I liked um, uh, Claire Foy mm-hmm. as Lizbeth, mm-hmm. but I don't think 
like I would like that's a good choice. Yeah, but I didn't. I, yeah, it didn't it didn't grab me though. Her her, no. her Elizabeth didn't grab the me. way that Rooney Mara is dead or Nooney Rapace is dead because those are both really solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I think Claire Foy just wanted to do something that was like the opposite of I Queen Elizabeth. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but, taking a bath in a leather rubber bathtub. Yeah, hacking. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really fucked up that they were like, oh yeah, I've got this little joke in my back pocket. I'm going uh, to eye, joke. Eye. Remember when I dislocated your eyeball? Say the eye thing. You know, it's a funny joke. It's a reference. Oh God. The idea of like hitting someone so hard it dislocates their eyeball. Yeah, that's like a bully. Right. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Someone that you have to like walk past in graduation. Yeah. And like that's so fucked up. Sure. And 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 nothing happened to him. No. (laughs) Jesus. It's crazy. Um. Anyway, very Stephen King. It is very Stephen King. Because like. Because those are always the moments that he really nails. Mm-hmm. Those like, oh, that could actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. God, the lighting in this forest scene I love is incredible. It. I love the mist. It's like the the mist is all lit up. And it, oh man, it, it is gorgeous. It feels very much like, I don't, I'm, I'm not learned enough. I haven't seen, but the, this to me is what British horror looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's kind of hammer horror. Yeah. Very hammer. Yeah. Hammer-esque for sure. Um, man, God, Bill Pope like just nailed it. And the fact that like you can see, I, it's just everything. The, the, the layers on, on the lighting here is just like mm-hmm. unbelievable. I love, I love seeing the splatters of uh, blue blood, yeah. like the streaks on his face. And you can kind of just see the shapes of the other musketeers getting further and further away. Yeah. You can see him getting more and more alone. Oh man. It's so good. Um, you need a werewolf movie that looks like this we really do bill pope should shoot the the wolf man yeah with gauze yeah yeah anyway yeah what is i wonder what like what a smaller budget bill pope movie looks like because because he seems to just what's like has he done like smaller movies i don't know i think the closest to a small budget that he's done is like the the seth mcfarland cosmos oh yeah he shot that yeah. Um enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Much to think about. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um all right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's 77. I don't really have anything else to say about this. Um have you ever had a have you ever had a did you have a bully? Um yeah, I had a couple of like people that had it out for me. Yeah. But none that I could recall their names or faces. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I had one. Um had, did you did any of them? I guess you you didn't I guess you didn't like stick around your hometown enough to like for one of them to apologize to you. Did <laughs> no. They, did I, they ever apologize? Uh no. Like I remember just like that's uh, the 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 victory was like mutual avoidance. Yeah. If like if I like said stuff or like acted back then they were like okay whatever and then we would just like ignore each other because we were both like fuck this dude yeah so i don't know if i was ever afraid of anyone because i think that i think that's i think fear is very 
key to the bully situation. Right. And I don't know if I don't remember being like afraid of any kids at school. Just like, oh, this guy. No, I was never. I was never afraid of anybody. But I, I think, I think bullying. You can be like emotionally an emotional bully. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and I definitely had one of those. And then he, uh, he like came over to my my house. Oh man! And apologized like after high school. Wow. Uh, which was really weird and off-putting. Oh no! Uh, it's not. Well, it's just not a fun. It's like it's 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 sort of like this weird situation where where it's like, you know, you like terrorize me and I <laughs> yeah, like, and, like I don't want, and, I don't and want sudden, your apology. And suddenly the You're, burden is on you, right? He like, hey, can you forgive me for this? It's like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, like, like I don't want to. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but like I don't, I don't, I don't care what you were going through. Like you don't get to. Yes, like, sometimes you know, it's about living on other people. Sometimes it's about living with, because like you know, like I can, you know, I can remember like times that I wasn't great to someone. Sure, and I'm like, wow, I just kind of have to live with that. Yeah, like maybe that person doesn't remember me fondly, and that's just a thing that happens. That I have to kind of remind myself as like a consequence. Yeah. Well, he, uh, he, that guy joined the force of my very small town. Oh, boy. Uh, and so, was so subsequently you... fired. Oh, well, okay. hey. Um, after like a couple of years, I think, on the job, lost his job. Got it. Um, so not a great guy, even after the apology. I'm fairly certain the apology was meant to be, like, manipulative in some way. Just so you, Oh, kind of like, hey, remember that one time that I apologized for everything? Right, yeah. I Fixed. Don't, I don't think... Yeah, that's why I didn't... I wasn't willing to forgive him, because I mm-hmm. was like... I was like, this feels like bullshit. Manipulative, like, I, yeah. I could smell the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, maybe I like, should be more trusting. No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it seems like you I, I think you have a pretty good judge of character and if this it wasn't like this dude later went on to like really change himself. I mean, it doesn't sound like he did. No, no, apparently he was a dick as a cop. Um <laughs> that's what everyone tell, tells me. <laughs> like real like like uh like power hungry. Oh boy. Yeah, abusive guy. Well, it starts young. Yep. Always does. Um anyway. Thug life. Thug life. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, go. Uh, I don't know. Check out. Uh, check out Geek by Night. Check yeah. out. Check out the things that Nick and I have written. Yeah. Check out Geek by Night. We're check very, out. Very excited about the new Geek by Night coming. Yeah, it's coming back. Uh, very very soon this fall. Uh, with brand new episodes. But there are there will be thirty episodes on the feed. Um, before the new episodes even hit. Right. So go check that out. Other it's, Side of Solitary? Yeah, The Other Side of Solitary is our uh, original screenplay that Nick and I wrote and uh, was performed by a group of very talented actors uh, in a live read setting while in quarantine mm-hmm. um, a few months ago. So you can check that out. It's on YouTube. It's called The Other Side of Solitary. Uh, check out both of those things. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute... 78. But for now, that's Boo Boo.